0: Uh, what are we going to do, Lori? Our car broke down. and
1: It's so cold, Joe. Can we... Let's. We got to get some, please. I, I don't do well in cold weather. I know I look like I do well in cold weather because I'm large. <laughs> but I,
0: I do not do well in cold weather. Well, look. Well, there's a a lit gas station right there.
1: Uh, okay. But you knock. also You're yeah, the man.
0: Yeah. But then there's also this scary huge castle right here that's in the complete darkness. I mean... Obviously, we're going to go with the
1: safer choice, the castle. <laughs> okay, well,
0: let's go there. Oh, wait, look. There's two figures walking over here very slowly to open the door for us.
1: It's almost as if they've never walked in a straight line before. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's very strange, actually. And there's some random shirtless man with <laughs> tattoos, I think. And why are they holding an umbrella over them when it's... completely 100% dark. I don't understand that. And he's wearing
1: like, he has like wings, seems to have wings draped over him. And they're like completely done up like they're going to like a masquerade ball. Yeah, it's they look beautiful. Oh, wow. It's like I'm seeing them, but they're still not What's funny is they're
0: only about 20 feet away from us. That's weird. No, they're not talking at all, so I don't know. Hello, uglies. Just wait there one goddamn picking minute until we slowly shuffle over to you. Okay. All right. Okay. One more second. Just give us a minute. We're going to Chipotle after this.
1: I'm just (laughs) saying. I know I said that I would try and eat healthy. Oh, wait, look,
0: the car just started. What? Oh, we're not in it. All right. It just magically started let's just get in the car wait wait we have a an ambiguous challenge for you (laughs) Go Welcome to the regular Recap Show for Season 1, Episode 4, titled Pretty Pink Fishy Drag. My name is Joe Batans, and I am joined, as always, by One Fierce Witch. <laughs> what?
1: I'm just saying my name. I thought you were giving me a pause. Sorry. I didn't realize you were doing it for dramatic effect
0: yeah i'm letting the, the, believe it or not there's an art to this uh lori don't, don't you have you noticed that like whenever the uh the screen comes in is when the pause is watch I'm gonna, I'm gonna just play that part right there watch watch listen look watch so then it goes i do the thing i go I like let, let me do it again let me, let me let me let me let me start hold on here we go where's the right here let me see. All right, here we go. My name is Joe. Bat- oh no, blah, blah, blah. we come from the one pretty drink, freshy drag. My name is Joe Batance, and I am joined, as always, by oh, wait. too much. Lori Roggenkamp. I did that one up first. <laughs> from the Bloody Mary podcast with Maria and Lori. Please say hello to Lori Roggenkamp.
1: Hello, I'm Lori Roggenkamp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're podcasting Lori Roggenkamp. By the way, podcast they made four episodes and they took a break. Well, <laughs> it was for a good reason. Oh, uh, what was the reason? Uh,
1: um, I went back to school okay. and had like a huge case um school. Classes, and uh-huh. uh, there's a better way to say that. And then Maria got a new job that involved working like crazy hours. So uh-huh. we just haven't been able to really. We've been trying to bank shows, and then we're going to release them. So that's what we're doing.
0: Oh, I see. Uh, well, so, so you know, you and I were supposed to record actually right, right right now. We're starting when we said we would. But let me ask you this question, Lori. You said you, you, said you have to take your father somewhere. Where do you have to take yeah. him?
1: Uh, he is. Dropped off his truck to get it fixed, mm-hmm. I think, and I had to go take him to get it picked up. Okay, so I think that's
0: where. Oh, look at you now! You, of course, you have a job, and I don't know much you want to say about this job, but uh, how was uh, how was work?
1: It was good. It was good. I yeah, I, I work as a special ed aide at a high school. Now, are you and, one of the uh,
0: students, or you actually help them?
1: I said I work at it, so. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory, <laughs> but, um, no, I, I work, I'm, I'm one of the aides, although it was, it's really frustrating cause it's like sixth period is science and the science is becoming increasingly hard. So like today was just like literally, you know, f- trying to figure out how, uh, to answer questions. And I just, it was just so hard. So.
0: Now, have they ever confused you for one of the students? Uh, Sometimes,
1: but not really. Like, I have a backpack (laughs) and also my face. Uh Um, But, no, like, sometimes they will because they'll be like, oh, you know, like, excuse me, where are you going? And I'll turn around and they'll be like, oh, obviously that's not, like, a large man. That's a (laughs) middle-aged woman. Yeah. but the the two girls who are aides, they get they're like tiny, and they they get uh, thought of as as uh, <clears throat> students all the time, and mm-hmm. it's really funny because they'll be like walking, uh, you know, somewhere, and it's a some a teacher will literally like walk up and be like, "Hey, you can't be here." And like, what?
0: <laughs> it's really funny. Now so. let me ask you this question. Now, now I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop a bombshell. And I don't want to talk about it right now. because I save it for my main podcast, catching up with Mike and Joe? I'm, I'm sure. I it's one of these events I don't want to talk about it that much, and yet everyone's going to want to talk about it on every fucking show. But there's a, there's, a, there's a point I want to get to with you. I was in a car accident on, um, on Tuesday night, and okay. uh, I'll talk about the car accident at some point. But one of the reasons, so I was driving down the freeway, and this is what I wanted. To, this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Because this has been the embarrassing part is I was driving home from a friend's house. I actually, wasn't even driving home. I was driving to meet some other friends somewhere else. So I was in a, at a place in Malibu, and then I was driving to downtown Los Angeles to meet some other people. Yeah. And I was on the freeway. Okay. And I and then so I everyone knows is when I tell the story. And I think the car accident. Then they go like, "Well, was the car accident on the freeway?" And I was like, "No." And they're like. I was at, it was on Pico Boulevard, and they're like, well, why did you get off the freeway? And let me tell you why. And this is what um, this is the, this is I the,
1: really don't need to know, but Well, okay. no,
0: I'm going to tell you, because this is the part that I think is relevant to you and to me. Okay. So I was invited to a friend's house for her husband, well, who's also my friend, for his birthday dinner. a <laughs> friend with this couple. Uh-huh. It was the guy's birthday. And I showed up, and they're like, it's a birthday dinner. Now, when, when you hear birthday dinner, Lori, what do you think?
1: Like, it's going to be a group of people and probably just, like, a dinner, you know, with, like, close friends or family? Yeah,
0: sure. Now, it was the family. It was the the husband and the wife and their kids. I was the only guest. Okay.
1: Do you know all the people? Well, yeah, I know the children. Yeah I know, yeah,
0: I know not everybody there. I know the family. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Lori, this was the smallest amount of food I've ever received.
1: Oh, visiting
0: somewhere like there's a three-year-old do- child and i'm not even being funny i'm not exaggerating i got the same amount of food as the three mu- like the three-year-old child it was like a tiny piece yeah. of salmon two pieces of potatoes and like three broccoli florets right so yeah I was, now if i was going home i'm like oh fuck i'm gonna stuff my face at home right mm-hmm. but I have to go to this other event. Now, I was thinking on the way to this event, as I'm driving down the 10 freeway into downtown Los Angeles, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to go to this bar, okay? Mm-hmm. And at the bar, it's going to be like fucking $20 hot wings and, you know, like $14 nachos. And here's the thing. I wasn't that hungry because I had some food, you know? Yeah. I just wanted something small. I'm like, I'm not going to drop $20. On just because I want a nibble of something, right? So I was thinking, here's what I'll do. I know there's a McDonald's right here off of In fact I was even torn because like a hop skip and a jump away is a Dervener Schnitzel.
1: Ooh, that's a tough call.
0: Yeah, it is a tough call. So that's why I got off Pico Boulevard. And then the car accident happened. And I'll talk about that somewhere else. But do you, can you relate to what I was talking about right there, where there's this fear that you're not, even though there's food all around us, there's this fear that you're not going to have enough food. Do you, can you relate to this, Lori? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean,
1: I feel like that's where I've learned that I'm not a foodie because people keep talking about, like, oh, well, it's not about the portions, it's about the taste and the nutrients. And I'm like, no, it's about the fucking size and the portions like give me a my girlfriend and i recently went on a trip to napa valley we went up to napa valley and then we went down to uh yosemite and we went to this uh, uh casino called the chuck chancy casino
0: now who's chancy
1: i it's some indian reservation casino i think because i've never heard of it but uh uh or it's jim and pam chuck chancy <laughs> They decided to open up a casino. Uh Um, But when we were driving home from the the whole thing, we had gone to like my girlfriend had paid for us to go these like really fancy restaurants when we were up in Napa. Mm -hmm. And then when we went down when we were in Fresno for a day, we went to this, like, cafe in the casino. And so she was like, well, what was your favorite meal? And I was like, hands down, the thing that I thought was the most delicious was the chicken fettuccine that I got from the cafe at the casino. Like, mm-hmm. that was hands down the thing that I loved the most. And she was like, well, but everything else was so much, like, had so much flavors and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no. I was like, you got I got a oh, huge platter of chicken fettuccine, and it was just like, that's all I needed. And the whole time, because, like, the whole time I was just like, oh, God. Like, we were, we constantly were eating, but I never felt full.
0: I'm going to tell you, I believe you. I'll tell you why. And everyone should know. The day I proposed to Lori to join me on this Dragula podcast, we met at a Coco's, or is it a Karo's, in Brea, California. I think
1: it was a Karo's.
0: Okay, we go to this Karo's. Yeah. This Lori Camp. She, it was eight o'clock at night and she ordered pancakes. And what did you order when you were there?
1: Oh, I don't remember.
0: It was so long ago. It was like the worst. I just stared at her. I don't, did I eat?
1: I don't know if you did or not. I think I remember you not eating or saying like you had to go somewhere. Uh Uh-huh. But then I was like, well, we're at a restaurant. Why are we meeting at a restaurant if we're not going to
0: eat? Oh, and she ate. I'm going to tell you something. And it was the worst food I remember, and I was like, ugh, I can't believe Because what is your, did you know, is Caro's like the ideal food with like, Marie Callender's? Like what kind of, like what, What if you could go to any restaurant, a sit-down restaurant where a waiter Chipotle. serves you. No, the, the, no. where a waiter comes to you, gives you a menu, takes your order. What restaurant would that be?
1: Oh, I would say Luigi's. <laughs> I like Italian
0: food. Now you so. like Italian food. And what kind of Italian, like what, what do you get when you go to Luigi's?
1: Usually there's spaghetti with meatballs or chicken fettuccine.
0: What is it about that, that you uh that you love?
1: It's just the savory, the salty and the sauce. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. I'm just like, I love the carbs mixed with the sauce. That's like a salty, creamy sauce.
0: Now, when you're eating the meatballs and the spaghetti, do you get it with a red do you like a red sauce? Yeah. Is it big be- does it remind you of anything?
1: Uh it reminds me of like when I was a kid when we used to go to Luigi's. Uh-huh. And so, because we used to we've been to going to Luigi's since I was like. Do they know you guys? Like, oh, uh, oh, Signori, it's the Signori Rock camp. <laughs> Hello! Well, the one by our house shut down. So uh-huh. but I they Signori opened camp. up because you guys
0: had didn't come for two weeks, so and we had to shut down. Basically, we
1: stopped going there. Oh, um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the wait, one of the waiters who worked there, like, mm-hmm. waited on us when we were babies. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, my brother used to do this thing because he, for a while, kept, like, didn't think that he liked red meat, which is funny now because Ellie eats a steak. But mm-hmm. he, for a while, didn't think he liked red meat. And so... And he thought spaghetti came with chicken meatballs. Mm-hmm. So he he would order chicken meatballs and like in. <clears throat> uh, so my mom would just like tell the waiter, just just make regular meatballs. Like he just he doesn't know the difference. And so he would always go, I want chicken meatballs. And then it was like later on and we found out that it was just regular meatballs. So, yeah. Pretty boring. But yeah, I've done that before. I've gotten food to eat before I go eat places Mm because I I worry that there's not going to be
0: enough food. This week, the girls walked the runway in their best pretty and pink couture and lip sync to a song one by one, while the other contestants pelt them with food. On the judges panel, everyone says Loris should go home, Meatball wins the challenge, while Sochi Mochi and Loris are eliminated from the competition in a grisly fashion. Lori, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not.
1: Uh, I liked the the song that they did in the elimination.
0: Oh, name! I thought the-
1: yeah, I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do they like? Uh, I like? Uh, I oh, I liked how like like the 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 cast seems to be getting more friendly. You know, obviously found out that they they don't seem to like one person. Yeah, but. Uh, I think overall, I think the cast is getting like they're starting to joke around with each other. So I think it's gonna it was kind of fun to watch mm-hmm. um, that so that's kind of something I liked. And then the one thing I didn't like was just the the repeat and the the constant like repetition of everything. like they spent ten minutes talking about the episode prior. Mm-hmm. and then then Loris comes in and we realize that she wasn't eliminated and then they spend another like 2 minutes talking about how you know she what she said and then then when they get to the when the Belay brothers start telling them about the comp, the the thing they do an outfit they have the you know the things on their head the branches are man-eating plants on their heads. Mm-hmm. And then they immediately change to a different outfit, and they just repeat exactly what they had said before. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, come on, guys. So it was just weird. I don't know. I just kind of was like a little fresh. I felt like they could have chopped 20 minutes off of the show, oh.
0: and I would have been okay with it. They could have chopped 45 minutes off of this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. It just I just felt <laughs> like a lot of it – oh, and then – I would have liked to see I – wanted, I wanted to hear what they were yelling in the elimination oh, room. Oh, yeah. Because they just did this song, and mm-hmm. then you saw them throw stuff. But we'll get – I mean, we'll get to that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are the two things that – those are the things that I felt that I liked.
0: I'm going to tell you what I like. I like that this, this, so, uh, this uh, Loris finally went home. I like that.
1: <clears throat> and I like that she knew that nobody thought she was good. I don't know why, but I liked that. I thought that was like, I'm glad that people, you know, I don't feel sorry for her. I think she tried to make people feel sorry for her when she said it was heartbreaking that she's. I was like, you do that to yourself.
0: So, Uh, I also liked that. um, uh, I liked actually the teaser beginning. I like like anything. I like any kind of mommy dearest reference. And then uh, what I didn't like. This, this nothing happened in this episode. That's why I didn't like the, the the little brief thing that I read there. That that literally is a summary of the episode. Like nothing really happened in this episode. episode. It's yeah. the whole episode. I
1: felt like it was such a non. I think I forgot who said it. Who said? Oh shoot! I should have written it down. But somebody said. I think it might have been Sochi Mochi, but I think she said like the winners of this competition were the losers because it's true. It's like they're why why did they have like the whole it was opposite of what the show's about, you know, mm-hmm. like the competition was the opposite of it, and so it was just like I just felt like it was such a weird like competition, and then I don't know, I just felt like um it was just all it just all seemed to be like more of a therapy session for loris, yeah, and uh I don't know i just i just kind of was and then um. Oh, my girlfriend said that we watched it together, and she said that the the Zochi Mochi's death scene, the eye liquid eyeliner, I guess, is like a call to call back to a John Waters movie.
0: Oh, so, really? Yeah. Well, they do a lot of callbacks. I mean, the well, let's let get into it. At the top of the show, the Boulet brothers recreate one of the most famous scenes from *Mommy Dearest* before chopping down a replica of Audrey 2 from *The Little Shop of Horrors* in the dressing room. The contestants who were safe get ready for the show. They each speculate that Loris was the queen who was eliminated. They take turns making fun of Loris' speech that she gave before licking the brains during the Death Valley challenge. The first one to return to the dressing room is Loris, who admits she didn't really know much of what was going on during the challenge. Finally, Loris—I mean, yeah, no—I'm sorry. Stop correction. The first one to return is An Vander Van Odd. Ah, a little bit of a typo there. Who admits she didn't really know much of what was going on during the challenge. Finally Loris walks in, which lets the other girls know that Foxy Ajue was exterminated. Meatball goads Loris into recreating her speech just before Israel frightens the girls with a message from the Boulet brothers summoning them down to the vault. Lori, what did you think of this teaser? What did you think of the dressing room conversation? What did you think about Vander, about Loris, about all all of that
1: uh so I will say the teaser I thought it was weird because I didn't feel like I felt like the Belay brothers were doing different scripts, like they were like like J- Jack Morta was doing something totally different different than Swanthula, they had like a different like like Swampula kept saying like, you can't, you don't know who to save and you don't know who to kill. And, and then drag was more like, Oh, you know, they, they take and they take and they take. And so it was just a weird, but I will say that I did love that. It was like a new thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, Oh, that's good. Um, and I liked the flowers and I liked how they tied it back
0: in when they wore them
1: on their heads.
0: Oh yeah they, well, yeah, they wore the uh, Audrey twos on their heads. Now you know what's funny is, um, uh, let me see if I can find. It. Okay, uh, is well, it sounds like Morda is doing more of, uh, of, uh, uh, of. Mommy dearest. Fade, yeah, Faye Dunaway's type of lines, whereas uh, Swan Thula sort of incorporated. Here, here, here is that scene. Actually, here we go. Here's the scene from Mommy Dearest. Let me turn on the volume. Here you go, here we go.
1: Friends, created differences. Chopping the roses. I want some help here. I want all of these branches cleared out of here now. Caroline and Christopher, start clearing away all these branches. Start gathering them up.
0: And the little children in their pajamas, and she's making them help her chop all the rose garden down. Because what happens while she's doing this is she's been fired from the studio. Because she's too old. <laughs> and the kids are just using those clippers or, I don't know, those.
1: Tina! <sighs> Bring me the axe!
0: And then, you know, uh, Drak Morda actually says that line. Yeah. In the, She doesn't do it as well as uh, uh, Faye Hunaway oh, does I mean, it, but yeah.
1: Wow, well, hot take there, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah no i i thought it was fine i mean i i liked that it was a different thing i liked i did think it was funny that they weren't uh, they were obviously not clipping anything Mm -hmm. um or cutting anything and then like literally the 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 dirtiest i think i've seen them get is in that when they were like having blood for some reason yeah at them and then then uh drachmorta wipes her her like kind of smears her lipstick a little bit, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, she's getting crazy." Yeah. Um. But that's like the cra- That's like the dirtiest I've ever seen them get.
0: Tina, bring me the axe. No, but no. Then, he, uh, she goes, Israel. "Israel, Israel, bring me the axe And then,
1: uh, and then the the one where they talk about the when they're getting dressed, which I I will keep saying this that I think. <laughs> It sounds so lame, but I think it is amazing. Like when Melissa B. Fierce was talking and she was putting those rhinestones in her eye mm-hmm. or around her eye, I, I was like, how is she able to talk and also do that at the same time? It would be I would have to have total silence if I Why? wanted to do that. Um, Just because it's just it, it's such a I, I wouldn't be able to concentrate. I would have to focus so hard on not poking myself in the eye and not screwing it up.
0: Do you so have, do I you have mo- find motor skill problems. I, I mean, yes, obviously. What is going? What is that squeaking noise in the background? By the way, what's going on there?
1: Oh, sorry, my cousin. He I'm at my parents' house. Uh huh. And my cousin is uh, lives with them, and he he was just leaving, so their security door was going off.
0: Oh, okay. No, here's <laughs> but, my um, go. go ahead. Sorry.
1: Oh, I was going to say that. Um. So. With that said, the thing that annoyed me was that they they talked about it so much. And then also like uh I know it sounds weird, but Meatball was wrong. She kept saying that what uh Laura was saying was not tonight, but they even replayed it and Laura said not today. Yeah. And so she kept saying not tonight, and it's just it was just funny to me that like nobody corrected her and everybody, you know, um but yeah, she it's just such a constant And then they just then they'd have the conversation. And Vander Van Odd would have to walked in, and they'd have to have the conversation. And Loris walked in, and I love that she got booed. <laughs> um, But and then they had the conversation again, and it's just like, oh my god! Like I just was like, I I'm done with this. Like we're done having this conversation.
0: We've hashed this out already. But you know what's so funny is how fake the conversation was. I'll tell you why. One. It was a four-hour drive to and from Death Valley. So you're telling... Because L- Vander Van Odd comes in and goes... They're like, oh, did you see what happened? And we hear what happened on the during the extermination? And and Vander's like, no. And they're like and he's yeah. like, what? Like, that happened? You're like, well, what the fuck did you guys talk about in the four hours back to LA? I didn't even
1: think about that. Yeah, that's... Crazy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, they, they knew. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. And also... One thing I will say, which was I thought was weird, and that nobody, everybody was just like, Yeah, the, I did too, was when Melissa B. Fierce was like, I had some of the pig brain. And I was just like, What? Why? Like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just um, watered myself.
0: Um, but
1: then, then I guess she's so Melissa B. Fierce said that it was chalky. Um, and then when they asked Loris what it tasted like, she said it tasted gooey and slimy. So I was like, oh, maybe she didn't eat any of it. Because it was like, Melissa B. Fierce had a completely different ex- uh, description of
0: it. I will say when I saw it, when they brought it out, it did look chalky. Maybe she just saw it. It looked chalky.
1: No, Melissa B. Fierce said she tried it. Oh, she, she did. Frankie Doom and Melissa B. Fierce both said they tried it.
0: You know, to be honest with you, as so much as I don't after- like afterwards. Laura's-
1: and then also we find out that there was like, and, oh, and then one of the things that Sorry, what?
0: I was saying that one. You know, as much as I don't like Loris, I will say that she was a good sport about recreating her speech, and she was playing along. She wasn't like a big baby about it.
1: No, I mean, I think that she's. I agree. I think that she. Uh, she's not a baby about that. I just think it's just that she just has this attitude of like you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I struggle with things. So I need, you know, so I should, I deserve to have this, this, and this. But it's like when she finds humor or when she finds humor in something or when she finds, you know, then, then it's okay. But when she doesn't find humor in things, then, then nobody should find humor in things, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: also what another thing was, did you have a lot (laughs) to say about this episode
0: uh, where nothing happened, but go ahead.
1: Apparently there was uh, she had an allergic reaction
0: to water. Oh, that's right. There was some sort of allergic reaction, which which I love how the the shows you reality TV. Like they like the Boulet brothers in the middle of filming something. You get to see it in real life, actually, like what they're like in real life. Because then they go, well, first of all, you see Swanthula kind of snap. At yeah. whoever the crew members, like, She's
1: like Sherry, wh- we're filming.
0: Yeah, Sherry, <laughs> right, just Sherry, we're filming. She goes, um, someone's having allergic reactions. Laura's having no and, and then like they're all like in shock. And but I love that they still keep holding that umbrella up. And then well, uh, and the camera guys, should we film it?
1: <laughs> but in that bitch, like in such a gay, bitchy way, like, should I still film? Like it was just so like oh. I feel like uh, one thing I, I feel like is gay men have bitchiness t- on a whole nother level than lesbians will ever hope to attain because yeah, that was crazy that she could possibly be dying. And then <laughs> someone guy's like, well, should I still film? I feel like it's
0: just gross Hollywood camera people and reality show people. Okay. Sure. have we, have we closed the book and everything that happened in the dressing room and up to, and then also the fake surprise when like, Oh, oh and it's the worst acting ever. They're like, Oh,
1: it was like, like, and it was like f- a delay too. It was like a knock, and then ah, and then in the in the Prime, because you know I still do watch the Amazon and the YouTube versions. Mm-hmm. In the Prime Amazon one, they have like the still have the cut twos, like the the um, what's it called? The, where the they talk. Yeah, so they uh, and I think it was
0: Melissa Be fierce goes he really scared me. Just, what? <laughs> no, he didn't. But by, by the way, scared them by walking in the door. Which by the way didn't even walk in the door. He just knocked. Yeah. Then
1: they opened the door, and then there's Israel, and it's like, oh my god.
0: Meanwhile, this Loris, if you if you buy into the the narrative, Loris and Vander Vanon walked in. They didn't get all freaked out
1: no they and they didn't even knock they just walked in yeah israel's the only one who knocks (laughs) and they're like "Ah." Ah! (laughs) maybe they were just shocked by manners i don't know maybe
0: that's what terrifies them the most okay here let's try this here we go here we go here we go watch just go with me on this oh Lori, there's nothing like getting ready for to do a podcast
1: oh yeah i'm you know i'm glad that we decided to have this shared bathroom
0: yeah, and we were sharing this one tiny little mirror. Yeah, and we've already—and it's so funny. Even just getting here, we almost—we almost died in a car accident, and oh. uh, and then like remember? Oh, remember we saw that person was hitchhiking, and and then like we turned around and it was a horse head in the face, and we're like ah, and we like swerved. And remember my spider tattoo came out of my skin and <laughs> yeah. tried to take over my body. It was Horrible. Ah! 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 Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so so of my life. <laughs> I would not <laughs> why are they so scared by everything that's what i want to know
1: well they're so scared by things that like make no sense like it's like such canned scaredness like it would be like different if it was like genuine but it's like everything that they're they do is just such a uh, you know a, a fakery
0: yeah so. Which, what's funny is the show would be inherently more interesting if they just let it play if they're drag queens you don't have to make drag queens more interesting
1: Yeah, that's. I think that's the whole one of the big issues with this show is that they're trying to make it. You know, the part, the fact that it's drag is like secondary. They're like, yeah, but also it's scary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. During the floor show, the blue, the blue, the Boulay brothers revealed that this week's challenge is pretty in pink, also known as basic bitch. The guest judge is Bible girl. And the girls all walk the runway in their best blonde wig and pink outfits. Later, the ghouls are told that they are all up for extermination and that the challenge would be that they each need to lip sync to Alaska Thunderfuck song, Nails, while the other contestants heckle them. Uh, Lori Roggenkamp, uh, your thoughts on the floor show, on the lip syncing, all that drama. <clears throat>
1: um, so, I guess well the thing that really which i mentioned before was the repeating where they they talk tell all the girls all the you know what they're what they need and what they want from them for the for the thing and then they immediately cut to the floor show and then it's them just repeating everything all over yeah them.
0: that floor show they drag that floor shot like nobody oh my
1: god and then bible girl i mean what I would say the only only interesting part of of the Bible Girl was that I, in the beginning I thought she was a woman, and then I go, "Oh no, she's another drag queen." Yeah, that was it. That queen. was the only thing that was interesting about her was I was just like, "Oh, that's also a drag queen."
0: Well, also, that's why she um, loved Loris.
1: Oh yeah, and then she. Oh yeah, And I was like, I, but honestly, I think she only loved Loris because she felt bad for her because literally oh. everybody told her that they would rather have her gone. Um. So uh but we we'll talk about that but um yeah i i don't know i thought uh i just didn't get the competition i thought it it would it would be different if it was like this was the first episode mm-hmm. but this is the fourth episode and it just seems so weird that that they're not ramping up the part of the of what they want a drag you know, a drag monster to be. Yeah. They're actually going like, it's like regressing
0: a yeah. little bit. They're like, why don't we just, do it? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I could see this was episode two, you yeah. know, but it's episode four. We're layering it down. They're like, eh, why don't we just do basic drag? It's it was of, almost kind of like cop-out. they
1: kind of spent too much time and energy on the third episode. And they were just like, all right, for the first, fourth episode, we'll just have them, you know, dress up like, you know, legally blonde. And that, that'll be it.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think they ran out of ideas because if you think about it, the next episode they're going to San Francisco and going to be in a show, so they don't have to do any thinking for that one. I haven't seen it yet. I mean, I've seen it a long time ago, but I haven't seen it recently. And then there's the yeah. and then there's the finale, so it's like yeah. we have three good ideas.
1: Yeah, so I don't. I just sort of didn't get it. I honestly was a little disappointed in Vanner Van Odd. I like yeah. that she. I feel like Bible Girls' uh, judgment of her was it was good because it was like you know she didn't really have like a good reveal i felt like like her reveal wasn't didn't really like well first off she spent the whole floor show in her bathrobe and chose at the elimination round to do the reveals but then looked shocked when they found when they said that everybody would be in the elimination round <laughs> So it's like, so were you expecting to just be in your bathrobe the whole time? Like
0: They 100% knew. She 100% knew. Because, like, how would they know the lyrics to that song?
1: Well, they, I mean, we could talk about it, but I feel like they barely knew the
0: lyrics to that song. (laughs) You know what? That's true, too.
1: I mean, I feel like, honestly, like, it was like, you know, it was, I feel like they just kind of, like, basically were told to, like, just say nails a bunch. And then that was... (laughs) (laughs) But I mean <clears throat> she I thought she did good in the extermin- but in, extermination elimination round but again like all, they all looked shocked when they were told and yet Vander Van Odd Van had three reveals in her thing. I mean say I I'm not a Loris fan, but she at least had her reveals or two of her reveals in the uh in the in the floor show, mm-hmm. you know, so she yeah. knew that that um and then uh, I didn't understand Sochi Mochi's. What you, you're telling me I can't wear a wedding dress on, on my wedding day? What? what oh, is I, it? Th- I, didn't I think understand she was making that. a joke. Um, I
0: think she was making a joke that she was, I don't know. It was, it, no, I think she said about the way, you can't wear a wedding dress to a wedding that she's going to someone no, else's wedding. she wh-
1: said, I literally put captions on. She said, Are you telling me I can't wear a wedding dress on my wedding day?
0: That seems weird. Yeah,
1: I didn't I, I was like I, I remember it
0: being I remember it being are you telling me I can't wear a wedding dress to a wedding?
1: I mean, that's why I was saying like that would make more sense, but she said on like the caption said when I put it on uh Amazon it said on my wedding day. Hm. But um she and then meatballs. Oh well. <laughs> They did this in the. I think they did this in the episode previously where they were on the phone. And one of the things that cracks me up about phone calls that people fake is just the speed in which they (laughs) have the other person. Uh, Yeah. So so it's like, I don't know. I think it's honestly, I think nobody else gives a shit. It's one of those things where I'm just like, I know it's only me really, Uh but it's like, you know, when she picks up the phone, she goes, hello. Hi daddy. And then like, literally a second later goes no i didn't give him a blowjob so it's like if you try to if you try to put put in the dialogue of what she say, yeah. you wouldn't be able to fit it in because she literally was like it would you would have to be like oh so you are did you put give a blowjob to, did you promise a blowjob to the PE let's try it, you let's, had try had it. let's try
0: it let's try it you be the girl and i'll be the dad
1: okay hi daddy hey Lori. i was wondering no, i, did I you didn't give a, blow- a blowjob <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, the, you don't even know what I was going to ask you.
1: <laughs> I know. See, that's the thing. It's like it would be like the conversation would have to go on because it would be like, well, then you knew what I was going to say. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> why? Are- <laughs> and then, by, by the way, how much trouble would that girl? in she's not like, no, daddy. I didn't offer the coach a blowjob. I gave him one and then doesn't say goodbye, and he just hangs and then up, the hung phone. up the phone. <laughs> she gonna be kicked out of the house.
1: Oh my god! Could you imagine answering the phone? First off, answering the phone, cutting your parents off, and then admitting to committing doing a sex act, and <laughs> then hanging up the phone, uh-huh. being like, "Hi, Dad. Yeah, no, I sucked a dick. Bye." Like, <laughs> wait, and also
0: to get out of PE.
1: I think it was to get an A in PE.
0: <laughs> no, I, I mean I, I could have sworn she said to get out. Of, she's all. No daddy, I didn't offer coach something or other a uh, blowjob to get out of PE. Ugh, I geez. gave him a blowjob and then say like,
1: so But did she but see then also it's like, well, did she get out of PE? Like did she just give him a blowjob? Well, like, maybe she didn't even want to get out of PE. Maybe hold she on just on for wanted to give him a
0: blow. Hold on for a second. Everyone should know what we're talking about. During the floor show, is it Meatball or Frankie Doom? meatball okay meatball is dressed like a kind of like a like like a legally blonde type right well she's dressed like a school principal but
1: i mean she's pretending <laughs> to be a high school student yeah
0: and she walks to the edge she answers her her cell phone and, in a fake phone call she says go ahead laurie
1: hi daddy hi Lo- no. You,
0: you,
1: <laughs> listen no i didn't give no i didn't give the i didn't give mr <laughs> what I'm a saying. blowjob you don't know what i'm saying to get out of P.E., I gave him one. <laughs>
0: and what, if he, what if the dad was just calling her to see what she wanted for dinner? And he's like...
1: <laughs> just like, uh, I mean, I guess you'll have a foot long. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, so she just... I just thought that that was so weird. But I mean, you know, I, it, it's again, it's one of those things that just I it just bugs me that I was just like, oh, my God, there's no way that she would they would get through that conversation. But then also it's like you can't. Obviously, it would be weird if she like literally had a conversation. <laughs> yeah. It would look more psych. I think it would look more psycho. If she's like, hi, dad. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? No, what? Dad, 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 dad. <laughs> Can I talk? Okay. Dad, can you calm down? (laughs) Dad, can you calm down? I can't have a conversation with you. Please, Dad. Daddy. (laughs) Listen to me, okay? Yes, I know you're very disappointed in me, but I just need you to know. Okay, Dad. I... No, Dad, I did not give a blowjob to Mister Bicknell to get out of PE. I swear.
0: I gave him one. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. She's she's like, uh huh. All right. Okay. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Uh huh. What? <laughs> Please don't tell mom. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah. I'll give, tell mom. I'll give you a blowjob. I'll yeah, give you a blowjob. not Don't was... tell mom. That would be my conversation. Please don't tell mom. <laughs> I'll give you a blow Please don't tell mom. Oh, my God. But, oh my God. Uh, and then Loris with the weird flowers in her purse. <laughs> like, I honestly was like, you know, she's from Switzerland, right? Yeah, she's from Yeah. No, yeah. So I honestly, like, I was, not gonna, I was like, my girlfriend was like, is this just what women in Switzerland do? Like, mm-hmm. they just have flowers that they just throw out? <laughs> I was just like, how? It's like Laura's to me is, oh, anytime they ask her to do a thing, like be like a, a WWE woman or be a regular fishy woman or whatever, uh-huh. she always takes it from the approach of like an alien who's like watched a TV show on how <laughs> women act and then is now trying to emulate it. Like, I never feel like she's actually ever seen a
0: woman <laughs> when
1: I see her. I'm like, <laughs> have you ever watched a woman? <clears throat>
0: Later on the main stage, the Boulay brothers ask each of the beasts who should go home. Each of the girls names Lawrence, except for Lawrence, who names Frankie Dune. And I really <laughs> think she only named her because it was the person who went right before her.
1: Oh yeah, which I would have loved if they had waited till she till the end. See, I here's what I I thought was going to happen, which I was like uh-huh. kind of upset about in the beginning, but then I was now thinking it, it was like this would have been hilarious. <laughs> Is when they asked Sochi Mochi, she said Loris. Uh-huh. And then they asked Loris to give a rebuttal. Uh-huh. And then they asked, who they asked next?
0: Frankie. Frankie Doom, yeah.
1: Frankie Doom. Mm-hmm. And then they go, Loris. And I go, oh, are they going to have her do a rebuttal <laughs> for all of these? Like, <laughs> Yeah, every they, time. I was like, if they could have had her do a rebuttal for every single person who said that she should go home.
0: Yeah. And she's like,
1: oh, that would have been the whole episode. As, I wish that would have been like a whole episode.
0: As I stated four times previously, um, <laughs> I feel I've grown a lot in this competition. I've taken your yeah. advice to heart. I feel <clears> that <throat> Melissa B. Fear, Sochi Mochi, Frankie Doom, and. Uh, Vander Van Odd, and Meatball have, are just all doing basic drag. And um, I don't think they're taking your advice. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And then she would have probably just done whoever was last. But I think that they should have gone through the judging and then had them vote. Like, I think it was weird that they did the voting. And then, like, although I do think it was funny that Melissa B. Fierce got super like aggressive with her. I was like, mm-hmm. bitch, you need to go home. And then like saddled back right up next to her, just sort of walked back up, walked backwards next to her afterwards. Like I was like, Oh my God.
0: Also, meanwhile, what is has Melissa Be fierce done? That's been so groundbreaking.
1: Well, that I, I feel like that. See, that's what's frustrating is like, I honestly think it was more mob mentality. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't want to say anybody else because they didn't want to start fights. So they were just like, well, w- let's just say Loris, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I think, but Frankie Doom, I think, in my opinion, the list of who I think is the best is Vander Vanad. I think is the best. Mm-hmm. And then I think, um, <clears throat> I think Meatball is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I'm gonna take off Sochi Mochi because we found out that she got eliminated. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, Melissa B. Fierce, mm-hmm. and then uh, Frankie Doom. Is the less uh, of the people who are still left, and so I just think it's like you know I don't think yeah I don't think any of them should be like secure in who they you know, but I think it's because it's like a more of a mob mentality of stuff yeah. that I think they feel like they can just you know throw throw her under the bus, but again I I don't like her and I think that she <laughs> and I think like what I love about what I love about the Boulé brothers is when she goes I think they're all just really jealous of me or or they say like not jealous but they're just like afraid of me or something and then they go well then they went down the line and were like well are you afraid of her (laughs) and And then uh but then also who said some meatball i think said something at the end that said that loris is completely different off camera and i was like i wonder i wonder what she's
0: like off camera then like in a good way or bad way
1: yeah, like she was saying, like she's in a she de- in a bad way. She doesn't oh. get along with people. Off
0: oh, interesting. All right. Well, later that night, Sochi Mochi is strapped down and injected with some liquid eyeliner in her blood, killing her. Meanwhile, Loris is run over by a car, which I thought was kind of anticlimactic. Uh, Lori, any yeah. final thoughts on the episode?
1: I, I just, I really was. I felt like episode three was so fun and I felt like, Oh, we're getting into something. And then this Mm -hmm. episode really was just a nosedive.
0: Yeah. Really Um, non-eventful, but I will say your act out of the phone call, the way it should have gone, might be one of the funniest things I've heard in a few months. Okay.
1: But, and then also one of the things that I also, I just thought it was really poorly planned. Like when they ended it, like, I honestly, the first time I watched it mm-hmm. on YouTube, I was shocked because I thought the way that they ended it was like, oh, are they going to go, are they not going to eliminate anybody? Are yeah. they just going to bring people to San Francisco? Mm-hmm. And then they killed Sochi Mochi. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Like, I was like, oh, Loris fucking lives again. And then Loris came on. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's a double elimination. Yeah. Um. Oh, I want to ask you this. Yeah. Do you think that Meatball and Melissa B. Fierce have sex in real life?
0: Oh, interesting question. Because what was happening uh, there?
1: Because they got... Well, Sochi Mochi and Frankie Doom and Melissa B. Fierce and Meatball kind of coupled up, I feel like.
0: So... Well. The only thing I would – only I see why you're saying that. The only reason I would say maybe not and they were just joking for the camera is if you watch the extra scenes, episode seven, I think it is, which, by the way, is not worth it. But like the deleted scenes, there is a scene from that moment, from that very moment, where they start talking to the cameraman and they ask him if he's a bottom or a top. And I think he said he's verse And they're like, oh, my God. And they, and they start flirting with him. So uh, th- that's in the, so you think that's they're more the like the
1: girlfriends sort of thing?
0: Maybe I don't know, I don't know, but um,
1: I yeah, I just feel like there's a part of the show that we're not seeing, you know, like like the the when Frankie Doom and Sochi Mochi were like, oh yeah, I'm so glad we were able to get so close throughout this. It's like when when <laughs> do we even get like when have we seen this?
0: Yeah, but the, the, the almost all of them. In fact, the ones that I can think of, they're all L.A. queens. I think neck in season two they're not all L.A. queens, but in season one I think for the most part they're all L.A. based queens. So they already well, all know aren't each they all
1: other. New though, like Vander no. Van Aude, I thought she said she was Vander Vanad
0: is new, and I think Loris isn't from the, Loris lives in Los Angeles, but wasn't from there originally. And then, but I you can tell Meatball and Ursula and Frankie they because you know um, uh, the Queen Kong is the name of the Dracula show uh, in L.A. right and uh-huh. Queen Kong and and Dracula they've been going on in clubs for years. So they've all been competing, they know each other. They've all seen each other at these shows and that's actually why they're all su- they're so suspicious of Vander at first because they haven't really seen her around. But um Melissa B Fierce is known as more of a as a look queen, not a like one of those kinds of queens. And so they were kind of suspicious of her. And then Lor I feel maybe they knew Loris. I don't know, but um
1: Well, she said she <clears> who was the Ursula? She said she worked remember when when they were um, at the – like at the um, – outside of the Crackton where oh, they were standing yeah. yes. uh-huh. at 3 a.m. at night. Yeah. Um, and Loris was like, oh, I, I work with Ursula a lot, and I'm going to miss her smell.
0: And it's like, oh. Oh, yes. Maybe, maybe – maybe, yeah, I think they do know Loris. But um... – yeah, yeah. So I think they all know each other, but right. so maybe they come, they come with their pre-existing relationships. Maybe they just don't like Loris from before. I can see them yeah. being very clicky, and a lot of them are Latino, like Ursula, Frankie, Sochi, yeah, the Vandermeer. They're clicky. Li- yeah, yeah, they're so clicky. Well, you know, Ugh. wait, hold on, you're being funny, but you know, we've talked about this. That's sort of no, like, no. I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, Latinos because- are
1: like. Probably the most clicky-ish. Yeah,
0: because, you know, that's the thing in stand-up comedy. Everyone talks about, like, that whole Gabriel Iglesias click, too. And, like... Oh, isn't, yeah. is like, the whole thing where you have to work your way up into the click? Like, remember there was a weird it, well, controversy with, like, a Mexican comic? They were coming down on him because he didn't, he didn't follow the rules of, like, who's supposed yeah. to go in what order or something like that?
1: Well, isn't there, like, a whole thing? Didn't we, like... There was somebody we talked to that was, like, telling us that there's, like, a whole hierarchy and like web of of things you have to do when you're a mexican comedian that i was like oh god i didn't even know like you have to essentially work for a comedian yes established comedian yes and then they put you up and then and then they decide whether or not that that you if you should you know become famous or not and then they'll sort of like go from there but i was just like oh geez like i i didn't even know that that yeah. existed
0: no it doesn't i think that's why george lopez who's also an asshole hates that community because he feels like they kind of rejected him when he was starting out and so he had to do it on his own and then now they want to be his friend There's the whole weird Wait, thing there george lopez is an asshole oh my really? god george lopez is a major asshole
1: oh i mean i'm not i've never had an okay think about this this is the enough. guy
0: who his wife gave him a kidney and he was dying. That's
1: right. And then he
0: cheated on her and divorced her.
1: That's right. Oh yeah, major asshole. Um, what was it? Oh, uh, oh, one of the things I also loved was, I think this this shows Loris in a nutshell, and this shows why I don't like her, is when they had Melissa B. fierce read the letter. Mm-hmm. In the, the first try, and she like I feel like she kind of handed up, but she was definitely struggling with that letter. And then mm-hmm. they kind of laughed and they're like, "Never mind, let's have somebody else read it." And then they had Sochi Mochi, and like you could tell Melissa Be fierce was like in on the joke, like she was like, "I know what I know what's going on." They were all laughing, they're all having fun, and then from the back, Morris goes, "Guys, she's trying her best." This <laughs> <laughs> is like, Loris, seriously.
0: Come on. Well, look, he's being a kind person.
1: I know, but that's what I'm saying, is that she just, like, I feel like she just kind of brings brevity to situations that don't need it, you know? <laughs> uh-huh.
0: All right. Well, that concludes this week's episode of the Dragula Recap Show. Join us next week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct Hello? Dragula C- Season 1. Dad, uh, he- so, for Laurie Roggenkamp and myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, wait.
1: What? Sorry, Joe, my dad's. No, I was talking to Joe. No, I'm listening to you, dad. Unless I'm, listen- I'm genuinely listening. What what do you have to say? What? What? I No, I don't Dad, no. I, no. Oh, no. Why would he tell you that? That is disgusting. No, I would not give a blowjob to Mr. Monkey because he asked me to get out of P.E. No, Dad. I mean, I gave him a blowjob one time, but not because of P.E. Dad, I'm 18, okay? I can be sexually adventurous if I want to. We had this conversation. Oh, okay. So you're gonna get a teacher fired because I chose to do something with my body. I can't I can't talk to you right now, Dad. I can't. I'm doing a podcast, okay? You're yelling, and I'm not going to respond to it. <laughs> okay, I put the phone down. He's just going to keep talking.
0: What's <laughs> the Lori Roddenkamp hosts her own podcast called The Bloody Mary Podcast with Maria and Lori. It's available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Laurie Roggenkamp on Instagram at LROGG, that's L-R-O-G-G, and on Twitter at Laurie Roggenkamp, that's L-A-U-R-I-R-O-G-G-E-N-K-A-M-P. If you haven't already, you can follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz, that's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The Dragula Recap Show is an Afterthought Media production.